Lorena here from Everything's Canceled podcast. Herman and I hope you've been enjoying our show. The best way to support us right now is to subscribe to our Patreon for some exclusive episodes and more at patreon.com slash everything's canceled. And don't forget there's only one L in canceled. And shop our new merch on our Shopify. The Shopify is everythingscanceled.myshopify.com. Now let's get to today's show. Are you ready? Are you going to be the one to say... Welcome to Everything's Cancelled. I have no idea. How do you want to do it? What's our song? You know the song. Uh, oh, we're doing Lizzo song. Was it uh, about, damn, about time. damn time? And it's about damn time. Yeah, you're way better. <laughs> Turn up the music. Turn, Turn up, up the, the podcast. podcast. Turn out the lights. Yeah, let's get into it. I got a feeling that I'm going to be all right. <laughs> oh, okay, right. all right. That I'm going to be And right. it's about damn time. I'm going to be right about who's canceled. Oh, shit. It is about damn time. I guess it's about damn time we start this damn podcast. I know. It's been a while. Okay. So what is your podcast name? Uh, I am Herman. Herman P. Herman PW. As in Pee Wee Herman. He didn't want to do Pee Wee, which I'm really disappointed. Pee Wee's fine. I'm okay. I'm going to call you Pee Wee. Hey, Pee Wee. (laughs) I'm Lorena. It's, It's so demeaning, you know. It's not demeaning, it's cute. Our son watches Pee-wee. specifically a little boy, you know? Well. It's the whole point of the character. Like a grown man being a little boy. But he embraces it. It's not. Well, yeah, it's hilarious. It's a great character. Our son watches Pee-wee's Playhouse every day. And we get to, like, relive our childhood shows. That's great. Okay, (laughs) so I'm Lorena, as in Lorena Bobbitt. We chose these names because we wanted to pick names of people who shouldn't have been canceled and these were like the only two names that we could think of and we're your hosts yeah we're your hosts your new favorite your new favorite podcast the everything's canceled podcast this podcast you're now listening to so welcome to our first episode pilot episode of the everything's canceled podcast starring lorena and herman herman and lorena yeah so this all so yeah where did we get the idea you want to start you want to tell our story yeah, so, well, I mean, we've had this idea for a while, but it kind of got pushed to the front when we were making our fantasy football leagues, which, like, <laughs> I don't watch football, fuck football, but now I can kind of be into it because I, uh, last season, we did fantasy, and... And when you have a personal stake in it, suddenly it's a lot more interesting. Yeah, because I, yeah, and I love celebrity shit, so I was like, well, I guess I can, like, pick my players based on how cute they are, and, (laughs) well, this time I picked the wrong players, but. (laughs) So, without knowing it, drafted Deshaun Watson. (laughs) And and everyone in the group text, he was like, oh, no, Oh, my God. Or Lorena, (laughs) who's like, I drafted. Um, I guess we already. Yeah, in the group text, I was like, oh, shit. You know, he said that I had drafted Deshaun Watson. Everyone was like, oh, no, does she know? (laughs) Does she know? Because everyone knows that, you know, I try to be as woke as fuck on sexual assault. So that is a a thing for me. You know, uh, I, I mean, I love celebrity shit, of course. I have like a complicated relationship with it. It's not like... I don't know. I feel like people like automatically assume that if you like celebrity gossip and shit that you have some sort of like toxic relationship with like capitalism or whatever. But it's not really that I like like the human behavior experience of it. And I like that, you know, specifically when we talk about like the Me Too movement and things like that, we get to look at like 
things that happen in my life in real life and we get to watch it on like a larger scale and see how society responds to it in a bigger scale no one's going to come and tell me their real feelings and thoughts about me being sexually assaulted and whether they believe me or not but like you can go into the comments about fucking deshaun watson in the espn reddit and you're gonna see the world's real thoughts about you know his case and and what people think but nonetheless i fucking drafted deshaun watson and he is helping me win i has <laughs> been doing so great so far so he didn't do too to, bad uh, i've won two weeks in a row so there's well, you that. didn't do great but well I'm glad, nonetheless. You, glad you won <laughs> i've been winning with deshaun watson as my qb but then i was like well fuck babe like how am I supposed to keep track of everyone that's raped everyone? Yeah, like, exactly. So that's where we ended up getting the idea to do the podcast about, you know, about Deshaun Watson and about the, sorry, I thought I heard the baby. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. And so that's just the reason, that's the reason why we decided to come up with this podcast in the first place is because how do we keep track of people who've been canceled? How do we keep track of these different <laughs> different offenders of different types whether they're athletes or movie stars or rock stars or politicians or fucking anything you know how do we keep track of all these fucking people so why don't we make a podcast about it and we'll talk about them all yeah it's become like a little bit of an indulgence in our relationship like kind of like reading the morning paper we wake up and there's social media telling us the latest celebrity. we're talking about this stuff anyways so you know maybe yeah. we'll record it and maybe it's entertaining we just bitch to <laughs> each other all day about it we're like we should just make other people listen to us about this but we do have like a different you know a unique relationship to cancel culture yeah and maybe, maybe we both we have something to say I guess. yeah we both come into celebrity gossip and pop culture with like different interests mm -hmm. And, like, for me personally, like I said, I Maybe love, like, the generally human... aligned to, but with slightly different perspectives. Yeah, I mean, we're usually aligned. There's been a few that we have felt different on. I'm trying to think, what was the one that, oh, my God. we Jonah got Hill. Jonah Hill. We fought a lot about Jonah Hill. That really affected our relationship for, like, two weeks. I don't know if we're going to do that one. We'll, we'll save that one maybe for a little bit. Maybe. We'll if you guys on, really want to hear us fight, we'll save it. if you want to yeah. hear our relationship end over the podcast, we can... We have quite a few ideas for upcoming episodes, but let's let's save that. We'll save that for yeah. later in this podcast. But it's interesting because, like, you know, our political views are pretty aligned and I think that we get criticism from our friends often for, you know, knowing anything about celebrities. Maybe. There's this like... I, I think people sometimes assume that they think like that they would know uh, your or my opinion, maybe my opinion or your opinion based on knowing one of our opinions. And so uh, I think it'll be interesting to actually uh, express some of that and see uh, how it all plays out. Yeah, it's like, well, how can you be against capitalism but be for sports and for movie stars and for all of these things? But it's not even really that. It's like, well, it's there and it's interesting. And those people are real people, but not like, I don't know. I like, I need to talk about these things because they apply to us on this scale of humanness over yeah. here, you know? Well, I think one of the questions that it gets into is how much do we really know about the lives of celebrities or these people that we talk about all the time and then these certain aspects of their lives that, 
you know, start to become very important or, you know, we learn things about them that uh, change uh, change our view of who we think they are drastically, you know. When and it so, influences our culture on a big scale, like how these celebrities are treated in court and, you mm, know, by their bosses mm, and things like that affect us down here, you know, on this part of the hierarchy of humans, right, that... You know, like how it, how Lizzo treats her employees influences how, you know, what we're allowed to tell our bosses they can and cannot do to us, right? And so, you know, I'm I'm always interested because it happens to celebrities first. It happens, you know. I think it's like I said, it's interesting to know. Just I mean, or to try and ponder just how much we do know about these people's lives and. Then what you know what uh, what conclusions can we draw from that? What do we right. actually know about it? And uh, we both like to psycho. Say? Yeah, we both like to psychoanalyze celebrities a little bit, like more than we probably should. But you know, we can't assume everything. But we like to we like to ponder for sure. Um, yeah, we're, like I said, we we like to have these conversations anyways. So you know, this is like a good opportunity for us to one record it and see how they sound, I guess, and then but also to get a little bit deeper and to try and you know, because a, a part of it is it's always hard to remember who got canceled for what, and then there are also so many more details. The more you dig, the more you find, the more there was, and then the more complicated some of those things become. And when you're then the king the more of rabbit, you're the king of rabbit trails. Like you will find like these paths down these other, and I'm just like, who are you even talking about? You're talking about so and so's father is this and that and whatever you know. More, there are always more connections, right? But yeah, you're so good at like seeing the whole web. But then something else that we should mention is that, you know, if you go look up cancel culture, you look up any of these people who have been canceled, like you're flooded with a lot of like, I guess, conservative side saying like these people shouldn't be canceled and this is so extreme and all that. And we kind of share share kind of a love and passion for cancel culture like we fucking love cancel culture and i'm always excited to see the next person canceled not because i like what they did but i'm just like it feels like a small justice for me on a personal level and then also just i don't know i like to see it in working action that we can support good people and not support bad people in the same way that we boycott businesses who take our money and give it to unethical foundations and corporations, right? And so I just feel like it gives the people more power, even though people on the other side say it takes away power from people, but I don't know. What? (laughs) I guess... um... He's looking at me like I'm an idiot. What? <laughs> no, I guess. Uh, no, you, you're just talking a lot. And so I lost what I was going to say. I'm coming from but... the king of talking <laughs> over me. Yeah. Well, you say that I interrupt you all the time because you won't stop talking unless I interrupt you. I'm re- now oh, realizing my fucking that like, God. 11 minutes into doing a podcast with you. It's pretty funny. <laughs> but I guess <laughs> I what already I was going to say is because like, because like the first thing you said about like, you know, cancel culture itself or the act of cancellation or what canceling is is like such a like hot culture war issue you know so if you're going to talk about it you're going to get you're going to hear a lot about it right and anybody who gets canceled like if you're brave enough to delve into the comments anywhere online or to get into that type of conversation you're gonna hear a lot about it and you're but you're also going to hear I guess a lot of people who are going to make defenses 
no matter what, right? And I guess that's something that like we continue to encounter every time that any anytime you anybody any of these stories any of them you're gonna have almost always you're gonna have somebody who just defends these people no matter what in service of having like an anti-cancel culture stance right and i think that what is interesting to do and what i'd like to do here is that i'd like to be able to take like an honest look at it and of course like i am not unbiased neither of us is unbiased at all you know what i mean like we're both like happily and, like, if you want to put me on on the target, I have to be pro or anti-cancel culture. Like, we are both, and I am definitely pro-cancel culture. But for a number of reasons, and I'd like, definitely like to explain why. But I think that there are a lot of people who feel so strongly that they are anti-cancel culture that they find themselves defending people and things that are really indefensible just in service of wanting to be anti-cancel culture. And I find that as disingenuous as not really as anybody who isn't really going to take full account and try and like have you know because all of these stories are pretty complicated and the more that you dig and the more you find out the more complicated they are and so that's where it gets interesting really and that's what I want to talk about well human relationship with forgiveness and you know, forgiveness for ourselves and forgiveness for others is also complicated. I feel like people's response to cancel culture is like a direct reflection of their own response to either one, the abuses that they have or wrong things that they have done in their lives and two, the wrong things that people in their lives have done to them and others, right? Mm-hmm. And so how how do you call up the celebrity for doing this when you've allowed your father, your brother, your husband or whatever to also do these things? And how do you call it out if it's happened to you and you haven't unpacked that yet or you have done it yourself and you haven't come to terms with apologizing and making better or you're, you know, the simple fear that something is going to be dug up in your past and be used against you. And how do you deal with that in the right way to either make it right and be able to move on or does it destroy you forever? And so we're seeing this happen to celebrities and applying it to ourselves. And we're like, well, fuck, like maybe I've said shit like that or I've done things like that or I didn't know better. It was a different time. And so those things are complicated. Yeah. So much of the anti-cancel culture narrative seems to all center around the idea of like a cancel culture run wild, right? Cancel culture run amok. And it's like this idea that like anybody can be canceled at any time or... You know, I guess it's basically hinges around this idea that people who don't deserve to be canceled are being canceled because of like an overly punitive or like uh, overly judgmental like minority of people. And, you know, it's not that those fears are entirely unfounded, but I mean, I think it all is really basically it comes in as based in like a fear that, you know, like that, you know, men are going to be accused of rape who are not that anybody can be accused of rape at any time. And that, you know, people are going to be unfairly targeted and falsely accused. I mean, the statistics show that that's not really true. And so we can get more into that and the nuances of that, like how difficult it is to actually accuse somebody of these things. And, you know, and we're also here to talk about, you know, the people that we grew up loving and had to watch them be canceled and how painful that is and you know we are down to find people who were canceled who shouldn't have been but also like something that we've discovered while going through a lot of these people is how many people 
didn't really stay canceled. Like this idea that everyone's canceled. They're not fucking canceled. They're still working. They're still doing their thing. And so, you know, we want to get into that. I think our goal for these episodes is to either have like some sort of like rating system. We haven't worked this out yet. We'll we'll have it worked out by the next episode. But like maybe like is there a scale of is there sort of a scale, scale of offense? Right? Like how like was this forgivable? Was it? Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, and it's true. Like because it seems like some people. I mean, legitimately, like, and we want to talk about as many as we can. Like, we do want to talk about you know people who are quote-unquote canceled at times or who faced a lot of uh, maybe like ridicule who didn't deserve it but then we really need to talk about all of the people who really need to be canceled or the reasons why people were quote-unquote canceled and how does that reflect on who they are and on like their body of work as an artist you know like do are these people I mean we have people everywhere from people who are you know going to be in prison for many years the rest of their lives to you know people who faced almost no punishment for what happened to them you know what I mean or what they did I think a big question that you know, comes up when we talk about certain cases is how much we're supposed to separate the artist or, you know, their their work from their crimes. Like, can we still enjoy our books, our movies, our whatever, and let those be that without attaching these people's crimes to it? And that's, you know, a complicated thing. That, that goes back, we'll do a whole episode on this, but specifically, like, what comes to mind is the case of Michael Jackson and how I'll always shut Michael Jackson off and everyone else around me is like, but that is art and he is, you know, pivotal in our culture and people cannot see, like they struggle so much to not separate the the artist from the crime on that one. Like it is just Michael Jackson is a king and he will never be touched. It doesn't matter what comes out, people will protect him until the end of time. And so, you know, can we enjoy Michael Jackson music? Like, what are we supposed to do with that? If when he's brought up, are we supposed to say, oh, yeah, but that creep, you know, and like, you know, people have a lot of beliefs on on Michael Jackson. Like I said, we're gonna do a whole fucking episode on that. And I'm I'm stoked for that one. What else do we have coming? We have, you have a list, like, let's, Let's get people excited here. Our first one. Well, okay. Our well, first we two have, is going to yeah, be. We're already preparing two episodes, and I think our first two are going to be Russell Brand, and then we're going to cover Danny Masterson, and we have a lot to say about both of those, and those are both you know kind of recent cases, so you know we might as well talk about those now. But we certainly have a lot of other ones that we want to talk about. Yeah, we've done you know some major deep dives on. Trevor Bauer we love to get into the sports uh mm-hmm. and and I think we'll have quite Deshaun a few. Watson obviously be coming up we're gonna have to revisit Trevor Bauer because he's, he seems to keep coming up too and Mike Clevinger <laughs> big Mike Clevinger deep dive um we're gonna yeah we'll probably have quite a bit of sports quite a bit of we also want to get into um all of our old man rock bands like every like I'm so into classic rock that's something that has bonded us together and it seems like every time I put on a t-shirt somebody informs me like didn't you know that they raped someone underage and it's just like ruining all of my childhood celebrity crushes yeah, for sure we specifically made a list of people who are people who we we personally have enjoyed their art at some time who uh we definitely need to cover what uh 
the the aspects of their lives that are worth talking about on that list are Roseanne, Michael Jackson, Bill Cosby, R. Kelly, Lizzo, Woody, Woody Allen, all of all of your favorite old rock and rollers, David Bowie, Mick Jagger, Led Steven Zeppelin, Tyler, Don Henley, Slash. John Lennon, Will Smith. <laughs> Will Smith Smith made the list. It's crazy. He was super canceled, and his was like the least harmless. Anyways, we'll we'll get into that. There's a range of there's a range of offense, right? And some of these people might they're going to spend the rest of their lives in jail, or maybe, or definitely should. And then, um, you know, some people some people were legitimately unfairly canceled, and we need to talk about what is the difference between people who are potentially unfairly canceled. And um, all the people who claim to be unfairly canceled who, let's face it, you should have been canceled. Like, you should be, you know, or at least, like, what you did was fucked up. Maybe you should at least, like, should, do you need to apologize? Do you need to apologize to work again? Should this person never work again? Uh, should this person apologies. be in fucking prison? Well, I mean, should they just know better and at least be able to apologize for the fucking things they did? I feel I like know. we can, you know, like we can see when that. characters changed. I feel like, but, anyways, I think that you know the fact that we are going to come to this pod to talk about celebrities that we have personally loved is, you know, the angle that we're going at because I think a lot of people's relationship to cancel culture in the beginning when it you know when we've we, when we, we don't first, love all of them but we're gonna t- we will talk about ones that we have loved too, yeah you yeah, know? yeah for sure but i think you know when cancel culture like first became like a what do you call it a hot word a uh what do you call it what? like a trending viral culture war no like uh <laughs> like a hot like a common word that people uh household uh, word anyway table God, you have all of them except the one I'm thinking. (laughs) Anyways, people were like kind of, they were okay with it until it happened to someone that they loved, right? And then they were like, fuck, that's not cool. You definitely have a different relationship to it too. You know, know, if it's somebody you love or like you were saying before, if you have any sort of experience with anything that has happened in any of these situations in your personal life. Yeah, victim or as a perpetrator, if you've done some of these things, it's going to be really hard to unpack uh, that. Accomplice or otherwise. Yeah, watching your friends do these things. Are you still friends with them? Being friends with our friends as abusers. These are all really hard things, and that's why I love celebrity shit because, again, it is just a direct reflection of how we respond to these exact things in our lives. So okay. I want to say the one thing I left on my notes that I have to say that I haven't said yet. Okay, what? To it. The Go. three reasons why I am pro cancel culture and we'll, and let's, let's bounce them back and forth. Let's see if you agree with me. Okay. <laughs> three <laughs> reasons why I'm pro cancel culture. The number one is like the reality is most people don't get canceled until way too fucking late anyways. Right. These people have been like doing these things. They've been like they have dozens, countless accusers. They've been allowed to been able to do them for years in cases like they have. You know what I mean? Like sometimes they don't get canceled till after they're fucking dead. You know, Dude, sometimes true, like- they're, they're allowed to work for years often. You know, like 
I got a couple. I threw a couple uh, examples here of both Russell Brand and Danny Masterson. I was just not gonna say, as soon later, as like, we yeah, Russell Brand not fucking famous. And when was the last guy that was in a fucking movie? Danny Masterson not famous for anything other than his fucking like really that '70s show. Like, and these are all things that happened what like 20 years ago while 10, they were famous, ago, like at, at the least, height you know? of at the height of their fame. I was just gonna say that both of those cases that we just dove into were like going, you know, like wow, Danny just got 30 years. I'm like, but this shit happened when i was like 10 years old like fuck that was a really long time ago yeah, it's like why didn't, didn't they don't get attention? canceled at the time like none of this shit comes out until way the fuck till late too late usually till after they're not really that fucking famous anymore did and you so see they, you know whoever is making money off them and they're not that fucking useful to them anymore then some of this information comes out you know like probably because somebody can make money off that you know what i mean but it's like, you know, and then you know, my other example, Michael wait, Jackson, not canceled till after he's fucking dead. R. Kelly, Cosby, like not till years fucking later, you know? I was going to say, did you see The Onion about Russell Brand? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> fucking hilarious. The, the Onion, Onion was always, like. Always on point and fucking hilarious. Yeah, it was like uh, Russell Brand being canceled. But didn't we all think he was already a rapist? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> we well, sure. and watching the fucking doc, too, it's like in seeing some of his humor and some of the things he said. It's like, wow, yeah, he really was just in fucking plain sight. But hey. So that's our next fucking episode. So uh, we'll save in. it. Tune yeah, in. we'll save it. Okay. Reason number two. Reason, reason number, number two. two. Lots of people who deserve to get canceled don't get fucking canceled anyways. They're either allowed to continue fucking working or how many people like the all of these things were open secrets in the industry until they no longer were. Everybody like, don't don't be alone in so and so's office. You know what I mean? Like everybody knows about it until finally everybody knows about it. And then so how many other ones don't we fucking know about? It just goes back to what I said before about like how much information do you really have about each? You know, like how many accusers do you really hear from? How much of the whole story do you really hear? And how many fucking accusers are there still fucking? Or, I mean, abusers and offenders and other just fucked up people who do fuck up. Sex. Like, are still fucking working right now. You know what I mean? Well, I'll throw a few fucking examples out there. Like, all of the Epstein collaborators, people who are not going to be brought to justice and that. That seems like the most fucking obvious one. But then, like, uh, maybe a little controversy, like, uh, like people who are still lionized as heroes, like uh, Kobe or, yeah, you Kobe. know, Woody Allen, to some degree, like Ellen or Eminem. Should Eminem have been canceled? We've talked about that. So, you know, just, you know, how many people deserve to be canceled who don't? We want to say, you know, anti-cancel culture people want to say, like, oh, so many people get canceled who don't deserve it. But really, it seems like it's kind of on the other end. There are a lot of people who probably deserve to be canceled who don't get fucking canceled or who never get canceled or who don't face enough uh, or who don't face, like, adequate consequences for all the fucking shit they did, right? Yeah, and every day we're going to hear about something new because while we're looking into someone else, someone else is raping someone else. There's always something. Right. Okay. This podcast will go forever. All right, third and last reason. Okay, number three. Most of the people who get canceled, they sucked anyways. Most of the shit they did wasn't really all that fucking important or their music or their fucking movies weren't all that great. And uh, we're not really losing all that much by canceling them in the first place. I think that's why the Danny Masterson story is going to be interesting because of the whole Ashton Kutcher scandal part of it. Because... Ashton Kutcher, like, arguably was someone important to, you know, this cause specifically with his work with human human trafficking and all of that. So, so actually, I find it 
interesting when someone is important and the allegations against them or the things that come out actually completely contradict the work that we know them for. Uh, I, you know, was just talking to my friend who's a human trafficking specialist and she was talking about, we were talking, you know, off record about how many people in the human trafficking awareness industry end up coming out with allegations against them. So people who are in, mm-hmm. you know, noble work all the time come out with like all their own their own shit. In fact, it gives them gives them complete direct access to vulnerable victims who are already what better place to find, you know, victims of human trafficking to traffic or, you know, victims to traffic is by being someone who works in human trafficking, right? So uh you end up working with youth and all that. So you know, there's going to yeah. be people who do fucking matter, and uh, I'm interested to get into those. Yeah, it's an issue of vulnerability, right? And uh, abusers find vulnerable people, and I guess famous abusers uh, have a lot more leeway in that. Yeah, <laughs> a lot well, more, a lot more ability to find people and make people vulnerable because obviously they're able to continue operating, often for years. Like I said, even as a known secret, Cosby, R. Kelly so many fucking others Michael right Jackson. well oh i mean God. i mean we, there's a million examples there's a few of them in front of me so I keep coming to them something that's always stuck with me is you know when i was told that people don't rape because they like sex or need sex that people rape because they like power and control and yeah. so you know that ties into power and money and all those things so when we you know we see this happening on a large scale with people who are already addicted to fame power and money and people are handed to them they don't they're never told no in life well we talked about that in some of these cases too it's like you know it seems like there might have been a lot of people who wanted to have sex with you like why are you raping exactly or why are you you know like sexually assaulting underage people or doing like you know even more disgusting shit. Yeah, I mean, a lot of these people are hot, famous, have access to sex with consensual people all the time. So, yeah, like you said, why are, why are you, you raping just people? Act better. <laughs> you know, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> all right. So tune in. This is our first episode. Yeah, uh, uh, we, we just made our social. Yeah, yeah social media. Yeah, what you just you it's, just made the social. Yeah, it's everything's canceled podcast on Instagram and everything's canceled podcast at gmail.com if you wanna email us to be on our show, be a special guest on our show, send us your ideas for episodes. Yeah. We already have uh, quite a few, but you know, if you got some good ideas, go ahead and send that you can send us good send, articles. Yeah, send us your articles, send us your love letters and hate mail to everything's canceled uh, podcast. Well we have our com. we have our and, pseudonyms uh, please, to protect yeah, us. And and follow us, Everything's Cancelled Podcast, on Instagram, where you can keep up with us. We'll be posting... What are we, we're going to post some... We're going to do uh, polls. Yeah, some polls. We want to know... After, some before and after polls on uh, some temp checks on how you feel about the people who we're doing our episodes on. We'll do some before and after temp check polls. Yeah, see how you feel before you listen, and then check back in and let us know if we changed your mind. And, or Yeah, well, and I think and it'll be a good way we can keep you up to date on stories, too. Well, you know, we're still working. We're working on the Danny Masterson one. It seems like we're getting... We're almost holding that one off a little bit because it seems like we're getting new info. But I don't know. I guess he's in fucking jail now. So how much new info is going to be other than his wife's? Well, because we like we now. like to get in all in their messes with their family and their past, and you know, there's there's some good stuff. Danny Masterson's going to be a wild ride, and actually, it, 
it's not going to be just about Danny Masterson. So, spoiler alert. Yeah, look, I, we're going to get in as deep into him as we can possibly got time for you. You know what I mean? We'll we'll go we'll go as far as we can with it here. You know? Yeah. So, like our Instagram, it's going to look a little bare right now. This is our first episode. We'll just we'll go as we go. Yeah. So, bye, Pee Wee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Signing off. Yeah. Herman P. Signing off. And you better we'll not interrupt me as much as I think you will. On we'll have I, we I, will have audio evidence. I and, can tell. And every now. time, every time that you interrupt me, you are at risk for the real Lorena Bobbitt to come out here, and I will chop your dick off. <laughs> if you want to hear, if you want to hear Lorena talk for the entire podcast, there's a whole other podcast for that. I'm gonna have to fight for my airtime on this one, as you can tell. So here, I will be. I will I'm gonna be calculate the minutes that you talk. Possibly need to. I'm gonna calculate the minutes that you talked and the minutes that I talked, and we will see. Oh this- yeah. Oh, it's gonna be like the screen time debate. Oh my god, we won't talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking up articles right for our again. podcast. Right again. <laughs> <laughs>